Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and this episode will conclude the series on barriers to new beliefs. This episode is going to tie some things together for you, and I want to end this series with some truth for you guys so you can see. Remember, the only barrier, the only barrier to new beliefs are old beliefs. That is all. The only thing that prevents us from believing new things are the current things that we believe, the thoughts we have that we think are facts. So two weeks ago in part one, I did a correlation versus causation episode. This is where beliefs are born. Now, of course, all beliefs come from conditioning. Our beliefs come from our parents. They come from our teachers, education, experience, our society, the environment we grew up in, our friends, and so on. However, as we grow, when we're children, as we grow, we always make these things, these neutral things mean something, and we always create subjectivity, and this is from correlation. We mistake correlation for causation, and we draw erroneous conclusions that we decide are facts. This is what happens first. Then last week, I did an episode on confirmation bias. Now, confirmation bias does not create beliefs, my friends. Confirmation bias is not proof or evidence for the way the world is. Confirmation bias only reaffirms what we already believe. We look for confirmation bias to support our beliefs, and we unconsciously move closer to the living of the lifestyle that supports the beliefs we are conditioned with because it is those very beliefs that determines our lifestyle that determines all the results that we have in our life. And what I want you to know, what I teach in the academy, and what the truth for you and for all humans is that you have within you a power that you've never relied on in your life due to the conditioning of your childhood. The very thing you can't trust is what you've been trying to trust your entire life. What you've been trusting has never been you. It's been a conditioning. On the flip side, what you've been ignoring your entire life has always been you. And I teach you to trust what's really you and see how your life becomes what it's meant to be as you become more of who you are. So we get into interrupting the model of alignment. Now, first and very quickly, I want to review with you, just in case this is your first podcast episode from the Alpha Male Coach, The Universal Truth. The universal truth is that circumstances are neutral. The present moment that we call life is a neutral passing of time and events. We have thoughts about these events. These 
thoughts cause us to feel. Our feelings drive our actions. Our actions determine our results, and the results we create reinforce the thoughts that started the whole process of creation. This is the simplest way to explain the universal truth, which is the law of cause and effect. Now, the model of alignment is the algorithm for seeing the universal truth. It is the mathematical formula that allows you to see how your thoughts create your results. There are five components to the model of alignment that are necessary and sufficient for the theorem. The five components are circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result. It is easily created with a vertical line denoting each component with a single letter, C-T-F-A-R. These five components are necessary in that none of them can be removed in order for you to see the universal truth. These five components are sufficient in that nothing more needs to be added for the universal truth to be seen. Any addition to the model of alignment may increase clarity for teaching, although it would be superfluous. I say this because, like for example, check this out. If we added a CB for confirmation bias and we put it between the circumstance and the thought, we put it between the C line and the T line, we could do that, but we don't need to, right? It would just be superfluous. It would be addings. It would be redundancy. We could add a B for belief between the T line and the F line because a thought needs to become a belief before it is felt. We could also add an E between the T line and the F line. A thought releases an emotion from the brain, which becomes a feeling once it reaches and enters the cells of our body. Now, we could, if we wanted to, make the model of alignment a 20-component algorithm, but it would just be redundant, my friend. It would just be superfluous. The five components of the model are both necessary and sufficient. Now, we have the model of alignment, and it shows us the way our conditioning is creating our life. The model shows you how your conditioning, how your beliefs are creating all the results in your life. If you want to change the results you have in your life, you have to learn how to interrupt the universal truth. That's what this episode is about, changing your results through interrupting the model of alignment. Viewing the model, the barriers to new beliefs are going to show up in the T line or the A line, right? Thoughts or actions. The R line is your life. That is the effect and the confirmation bias. The F line is the vibration of the cells in your body. If you try to interrupt the universal truth here, if you try to interrupt your model of alignment in the F line, you will be in resistance or avoidance of what you feel. And I have done several podcasts on this already. Resisting leads to suffering. Avoidance leads to buffering. We don't interrupt the model here. The aim is to allow you to feel what is to be felt, simply processing the vibrations of what is happening in your body. So the two options for interrupting the universal truth while we view the model of alignment, the two options for interruption are at the T line and at the A-line. So let's start with old thinking, right? Let's begin with what is inefficient and ineffective, which is interrupting the model at the A-line. This is where so many people, so many coaches have given advice to clients and students. Change your actions, get new results. If you want to get new results, you have to take new actions. If you want to create something different, you have to do something different. You've probably heard this. If you heard any of these sentences. Now, are they true? Of course. Of course, they are true. The universal truth applies. The path to results is you can't take the same action and expect a different result. So the theory is sound. However, it is ineffective. 
and it is inefficient if you change actions alone because the problem is willpower. Willpower is a finite power. How finite is dependent on the individual. Some can access willpower for years. Others only have days or weeks of willpower. No matter how long an individual has access to their willpower, it is always finite and never lasts forever. Eventually, every human will return to the story they tell themselves about themselves in the T-line so that the R-line matches the T-line that is creating it. Here's an analogy. I want you to understand this. Consider your thoughts, your beliefs to be the water in a river. The river is the actions. The water flows freely down the river because the thoughts you believe drive natural action. It flows from your conditioning. It feels effortless. It feels familiar, and it is very comfortable. The water knows its path. It has been flowing this way for years, cutting a line in the ground and growing wider and wider, stronger and stronger. If you try to interrupt the universal truth at the A-line, it's like building a dam in the river. You are blocking the actions but not the thoughts. You've stopped the river, but the water is still running. The water is still flowing. You're not diverting the water at all, right? There's no deviation. There's no use of this water. You're not creating energy or power from it. You're just blocking it. If you have strong willpower, the dam may be built from rock and concrete. If you have weaker willpower, the dam may be built from plastic, right? Maybe even as thin as a couple of millimeters, like the stuff that you put over the food on the dishes to keep the oxygen out, right? That stuff that goes on the saran wrap, right? It might be made of saran wrap. The water keeps flowing. So if your willpower is plastic, the water will bust through quickly and forcefully. If your willpower is rock or concrete, it may take more time to build up the pressure, but eventually the water will bust through with great force. This great force is called relapse. It's called self-sabotage. It is the result of the willpower running out and the story you believe bringing the result back to match and prove confirmation bias. It is the water returning to flow down the river it has forged over time through conditioning. Remember, brothers, in this blockade, in this dam, there's no diverting of the water. It just continues to create pressure over time. There is no relief and the water gets stronger and stronger creates more and more pressure until it breaks down the barrier. This is why the more you rely on willpower, the more pressure and resistance you will feel over time. And when you do let up, when it happens, when you're feeling low, when you're in that moment of weakness, or when you have a strong trigger, when you have an upsetting event that occurs, you will relapse and the water will burst through. That will allow for confirmation bias to re-engage and you will spiral back into what you call, quote, your old self, right? I just, I became my old self again. I did the old things again. I've seen this happen over and over again as a fitness coach. I worked with many students in their A-line. How do I lose weight, coach? Here, follow this meal plan. How do I run faster, coach? Here, follow this running plan. How do I get stronger, coach? Here, follow this strength plan. Now, of course, I would train and coach my students through their individual plans. I was there by their side as they took these new actions and got new results, right? I mean, I would coach them through movements. I would motivate them through workouts. I would help them create meal plans that maybe were slightly different, but maintain the same amount of energy or the same measuring of macronutrients, whatever it was. I mean, I would coach them through it, but 
It didn't matter. It was always a change in the A-line. I never worked with the stories they told themselves about themselves and about their fitness. And what drove me crazy and why I do what I do now is because when my students got their results, it seemed like only a matter of time before they let it all go. They would gain back their weight or they would stop training altogether or they would lose their strength. Some of them went off the meal plan in weeks, others in months, and some were able to maintain for a whole year before going back to their old story, their old self. Now, there were those who stayed with the new results. There were those who changed their story. These were the ones who interrupted their universal truth at the T-line. When you interrupt the universal truth at the T-line, you change the story you tell yourself about yourself and the world. You are removing the conditioning from the past, the stories that became a part of you and are not you. This is the only way to effectively and efficiently become who you are meant to be, to live the life you're meant to live. It is the process of deconditioning. Upon removing the conditioning, you will reveal to yourself who you really are. When you let go of the conditioning, you will see the truth. Interrupting the universal truth at the T-line is what we do in the academy. Now, don't misunderstand me, brothers. It is not easy. Right? This is not an easy process. It takes effort. Interrupting the universal truth at the A-line takes willpower. It is uncomfortable because you are resisting the story you tell yourself and you fight to take different actions, resisting the lack of confirmation bias, resisting how the new results don't prove the old story, right? Don't prove the story that you believe. This is difficult in itself, and it is also ineffective. It is also inefficient, as I mentioned before. Interrupting the universal truth at the T-line creates a different type of struggle, the struggle of cognitive dissonance. This is when you hold two stories in your brain at the same time. And to ease this transition, I work with my students to pass through the neutral. I work with them to let go of the old beliefs and see the world the way it is so that you can begin to follow the path that you are meant to live. And it's like being a Hollywood actor. Like I've talked to you guys about this before. It's a very smooth analogy to understand. If you've been playing a role your entire life, you may feel like that role. You may feel typecast. You may feel like that is who you really are. And you know what? Without being condescending and without digressing, I just want to add that that is actually what happens to a lot of child actors and actresses. They get into roles and have a difficult time getting out. They have a difficult time returning to the truth of who they are. And this is very similar to what is going on with all human beings. The difference between child actors and child humans, you know, child human beings, which child actors are human beings, but understand that the difference between what most human beings believe is that the stories they tell themselves are facts. Child actors understand at some level that that's not who they really are, that they've been conditioned to be this role. Human beings don't understand that they have been conditioned to be this role. We are all conditioned to play a role. And that's the difference. Most human beings just believe that the stories they tell themselves are who they are. They believe the conditioning. So what we do is move from the role of conditioning back to the neutral actor, back to neutral, back to that space of you can be anything. For example, we move from the role of playing Will Hunting. You know, I've used Matt Damon quite a bit. We move from playing the role of Will Hunting, which you believe is who you are. Imagine this, like you believe, you're Matt Damon, right? But you believe you've been playing the role of Will Hunting your whole life. So you believe you are Will Hunting. And we have to return you to the truth. We have to bring you back to remembering that you're Matt Damon, because then and only then will you be ready to take on a new role. 
which may be the role of Jason Bourne, right? It may be another role that you decide to pick up because Will Hunting cannot be Jason Bourne if Matt Damon believes he is Will Hunting. If he has never seen that his role of Will Hunting is a conditioning, a role he is playing. Check this out. If Matt Damon, the actor, right, the guy, were to fall and hit his head while on the set of Goodwill Hunting, and he went into a coma and woke up with amnesia and didn't remember that he was Matt Damon, but actually believed that he was Will Hunting, what do you think would happen? Do you think that he would go to his home in California and arrive the next day on the set of Goodwill Hunting ready to film the next part of the movie? No, of course not, right? He would believe his home is in Boston, and he would believe that he's a janitor at the school, right, at the Harvard. He may even be a genius because he believes himself to be a genius. Matt Damon would be lost from us forever, and we would only have this new human in the world. We would only have Will Hunting. When we interrupt the universal truth in the T-line, this is how we do it. We decondition. We move into truth by removing the lies. When the lies are removed, the truth is what remains. The truth is what's revealed. It isn't necessary to intentionally create new beliefs. It can be fun, and it is exciting, but it isn't necessary. The truth is already within you. When the disease is gone, only health remains. When the lies are gone, only truth remains. When the disease is gone, you don't need to bring health into the body. When the lies are gone, you don't have to bring truth into the body. It's already there. Consider the analogy of the water and the river. Your thoughts are the water. Remember, the river is forged by the flowing of the thoughts. When you interrupt the model, when you interrupt the universal truth at the T-line, you must take new actions. I'm not saying don't take new actions. Understand me here. This is very important because a lot of times students will say, well, I can just think my way into being someone new, into getting new results. This is not true. There is a part of the process that is required, is a part of the universal truth. Actions must be taken. However, Unlike interrupting the model, unlike interrupting the universal truth from the A-line, you are interrupting the universal truth on the T-line. And this changes the direction of the river because it changes the flow of the water. You must still build a dam by taking new actions. However, at the same time, by changing the thoughts and interrupting the universal truth of the T-line, you are diverging the flow of the water. You are redirecting the water to flow in a new direction. And there will still be a buildup of pressure at the dam at first, as the water is initially being diverted. As the new path is being forged for the water, the dam must hold back the water flow. Once the new path is created, which is to say once the new thoughts are revealed, once the truth is revealed, they will flow in that direction and the pressure will begin to be lessened on the dam. And over time, all the water will be flowing down the new path and the dam will have no pressure. That part of the river will be dry because there will be no thoughts going in that direction. All of those beliefs are now gone. The conditioning is gone. Furthermore, and what's even more beautiful, is that the new path is the true path. The new flow of the river is the determined path. It is the path with purpose and intention. The water flows effortlessly, and it provides irrigation for the promised land, the land you are meant to live in. Now, my brothers, this process is not just available to you. 
It is why you are here. You are each here to live a life of purpose, and that purpose is blocked by your conditioning. You have been conditioned to believe you are someone you are not. No one outside of you can tell you who you are. There is no external authority that can tell you who you are. I cannot tell you who you are. I only guide you into yourself so that you can discover the truth of who you already are. No one can say this is what you must do. No one can say that is who you must be. Copying or modeling someone else's behavior in order to get the results that they got is a myth at best and a lie at worst. Remember the puzzle of life. Remember the the podcast. Remember the episode, the puzzle of life, the concept. We are all a piece of the great puzzle. You have a unique shape. You have a unique image. Trying to fit your piece of the puzzle into the position of someone else's puzzle piece will only create suffering for you. You will only feel frustrated, angry, bitter, and disappointed. You belong to the puzzle in a specific place. That is who you are. That is who you are meant to be. Only you get to fit there. That is your place in the puzzle. No one else's. You cannot be in someone else's position, and no one else can be in your position. The more we try to be what others want us to be, or the more we try to be what we think we should be based on what the world tells us to be, the more we will suffer. And that suffering will be demonstrated in the world through conflict, chaos, and war. Your alpha state is authentic and unique to you. You can interrupt the universal truth in the A-line for a temporary, transient, ineffective change of results. You can do it. But as long as the conditioning remains within you, you will be in anguish of a disconnected being. You will not be connected to who you are. You will be in the anguish of the beta condition and never know your true self. Brothers, find yourself. Find yourself by returning to the neutral, removing the conditioning of belief. This is only possible when you see the conditioning first. Awareness of what isn't will help you to see what is. Stepping out of the story will help you step into the reality. You are not what you think you are. Trust what you do not know and realize that what you know is not to be trusted. The only thing you need in this human experience is to know yourself. When you do that, there will be no more suffering. Struggles and obstacles will always exist, but suffering is an option. Suffering is a message that you are not yourself. When you know who you are, everything is revealed to you. When you have discovered your true self, you emancipate the love within you, and all your relationships become amazing and effortless. Wealth flows to you as you fulfill your purpose, and the light of truth illuminates from within you. And that's what I have for you today, my friends. Moving into April, I am going to get more into the layers of circumstance. I'm going to introduce the concept of faith, and I'm going to begin a series on external authorities. Until then, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.